You are now listening to Unsolved Mysteries and Cold Cases. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, your guide into the shadowy depths of the unresolved, the enigmatic, and the chilling. Each episode, we'll delve into baffling disappearances, unsolved crimes, and tales that have slipped through the cracks of time and memory. Through interviews, expert analysis, and meticulous investigation, we'll attempt to piece together the puzzles that have perplexed minds for years. So, if you have a curious heart and a mind unafraid of the shadows, join me in unraveling the enigmas that refuse to be forgotten and give voice to the silent tales hidden within the folds of history. In the bustling heart of Manhattan, on a chilly December day in 1910, a young woman named Dorothy Arnold vanished without a trace. Despite the century of technological advancements and investigative breakthroughs that have passed since, her disappearance remains one of the most enduring unsolved mysteries in American history. This enigma continues to captivate the public's imagination, symbolizing an enduring testament to the power of mystery, the fragility of life, and the unforeseen moments that can forever change the course of one's existence. Dorothy Harriet Camille Arnold was born into a wealthy New York family, lived in an upscale neighborhood, and led a life many could only dream of during the early 20th century. A well-educated woman with aspirations to become a successful writer, Dorothy was known for her independent spirit and her stubborn resolve to forge her own path. The morning of her disappearance started as any other. She left her home for a routine shopping trip on Fifth Avenue, waving her last goodbye to her mother. The items she purchased were found in her room, neatly placed, suggesting that she had returned home at some point. However, she was never seen or heard from again. Despite hundreds of alleged sightings, countless theories, and extensive international searches, Dorothy Arnold seemed to have been swallowed by the city that never sleeps. Unraveling the threads of this mystery plunges us into a world of intrigue, secrecy, and speculation. As we delve deeper into Dorothy's story, we come face to face with the societal norms of her era, the constraints of her privileged background, and the enigmatic circumstances that surrounded her life and her inexplicable disappearance. From the runaway scenario to rumors of a secret affair, the myriad theories only add layers to the enigma making the truth even more elusive. The story of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance is not just about a missing woman, it's about a fascinating era, a complex societal structure, and the universal human fascination with the unknown. So, let's journey together back in time, retracing the steps of Dorothy Arnold, in our quest to understand what could have possibly happened on that fateful December day. Chapter 1. Introduction the sun peeked through the flurries of the New York City morning on December 12, 1910, casting a frigid light on the snow-dusted streets. In the upscale neighborhood of Manhattan, the Arnold family mansion awoke to the rhythms of a seemingly ordinary day. Dorothy Arnold, the vibrant 25-year-old daughter of the affluent Arnold family, began her day as she often did. Dressed in a stylish tailor-made navy blue suit, a matching hat, in a black velvet neckpiece, she embodied the poise and elegance that was a testament to her high society upbringing. Her itinerary for the day was nothing out of the ordinary. A shopping trip down Fifth Avenue was planned, starting with a stop at Park in Tilford, 
a well-known upscale grocery store at the corner of 5th Avenue and 27th Street. Here, Dorothy purchased a box of chocolates, a treat she intended to savor later. The next stop on her shopping route took her to Brentano's bookstore on 27th Street and 5th Avenue. With a passion for literature and aspirations to be a writer, Dorothy frequented the city's numerous bookstores. At Brentano's, she bought Engaged Girl Sketches, a popular collection of humorous stories by Emily Calvin Blake, perhaps seeking to bring a touch of warmth and laughter to the otherwise bleak winter day. As she made these purchases, clerks and shopkeepers noted her cheerful demeanor and radiant smile, providing no indication of the eerie fate that awaited her. Dorothy's last known interaction occurred at Brentano's. A friend from Bryn Mawr College, Gladys King, happened to cross paths with her. They shared a brief conversation, during which Dorothy allegedly mentioned a forthcoming walk in Central Park. Following her conversation with Gladys, Dorothy Arnold's trail went cold. Her purchases made it back to her room, implying she returned home at some point. But what happened afterward remains shrouded in mystery. No goodbye note, no alarming messages, no traces of struggle. One moment Dorothy was there, and the next, she was gone, swallowed by the labyrinthine streets of New York City. Her sudden and unexplained absence left a gaping hole in the Arnold family and sent ripples of shock and disbelief across high society circles and beyond. A young woman, full of dreams and potential, vanished without a trace on a regular December day, marking the beginning of a haunting mystery that would baffle investigators for years to come. Beneath the tumultuous mystery of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance lies the story of a young woman who was far more than just the daughter of a wealthy perfumer. Born on July 1, 1885, to Mary Parks Arnold and Frances Rose Arnold, Dorothy grew up in an affluent setting, surrounded by high society and luxury. Dorothy's father, Frances Arnold, was a successful importer of perfumes and fragrances, while her mother, Mary, was an eminent figure in New York society. Born the second of four children, Dorothy lived with her family in a grand brownstone mansion at 108 East 79th Street in Manhattan, a testament to the Arnold's affluence. Dorothy received a privileged education. She graduated from the prestigious Bryn Mawr College in 1905, where she pursued her love for literature. Her aspiration was to become a recognized author, a dream not always met with approval in her family, particularly by her mother who deemed such a career inappropriate for a woman of her social status. Regardless, Dorothy's literary aspirations burned bright. After graduation, she spent several years trying to get her work published. However, her submissions were consistently rejected, causing her considerable frustration and disappointment. Her life outside of her literary ambitions was vibrant and filled with social engagements. As a prominent member of New York's high society, Dorothy attended many social events and gatherings, making her a familiar face in the city's elite circles. She was described as an attractive woman, standing at about 5 feet 4 inches, with an oval face, brown hair, and blue eyes that sparkled with life. Dorothy was known for her elegance and charm carrying herself with a grace and poise befitting her social standing. However, beneath the surface of her privileged existence, 
Dorothy Arnold was known to be an independent spirit. She was not content to simply follow the conventional path laid out for women of her era and social class. This was evident in her determination to become a writer and her longing for a life beyond the gilded constraints of her upbringing. As we unravel the layers of Dorothy's life and character, we get a glimpse of a young woman grappling with her dreams, her societal obligations, and a deeply personal struggle that may have played a significant role in the chilling enigma of her disappearance. The weeks leading up to Dorothy Arnold's vanishing act hold a pivotal place in the narrative, hinting at possible underlying circumstances that could have contributed to her disappearance. A month before she vanished, Dorothy attempted to get her short story published in McClure's magazine, a prominent monthly periodical known for publishing literary pieces and investigative journalism. Her submission, however, was rejected, dashing her dreams of becoming a recognized author. This blow to her aspirations led to a noticeable change in her demeanor, indicating the deep impact the rejection had on her. Around the same time, Dorothy had become fond of a young engineer named George Griscom Jr. from a wealthy Pittsburgh family. Despite her parents' disapproval of the relationship due to his reputation as a playboy, Dorothy maintained her affection for him. This secret affair was a source of considerable tension between her and her family, creating an air of discontent and friction within the Arnold household. Further complicating matters, it was discovered later that Dorothy had taken a secret trip to Boston a few weeks before her disappearance, checking into a hotel under the pseudonym Miss Harney. This secretive behavior, combined with the earlier discovery of a cryptic, undeciphered note found amongst Dorothy's personal belongings, added to the mounting intrigue surrounding her case. The fact that she didn't disclose this trip to her family or friends raised questions about why she felt the need to travel under an assumed name, hinting at possible motives for her subsequent disappearance. The story of Dorothy Arnold is as much about the events leading up to her disappearance as it is about the day she vanished. These preceding incidents, from her literary rejection to her clandestine affair and her secret trip, offer glimpses into Dorothy's state of mind in the weeks prior. They provide crucial clues that may ultimately help unravel the knot of mystery that still engulfs her disappearance over a century later. Chapter 2 The Intrigue When news of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance broke in early 1911, nearly six weeks after she was last seen, the public reaction was one of shock and disbelief. The Arnold family, after all, was a prominent fixture in New York society and the idea that one of their own could simply vanish was staggering. Newspapers were quick to catch onto the story, feeding the growing public appetite for the unfolding mystery. The media, in particular, played a significant role in shaping public perception. Headlines blared about the vanished heiress and the mystery of the missing debutante, adding a sensationalist touch to an already riveting case. The New York Times, The Washington Post, and the Boston Daily Globe, among other notable publications, ran detailed accounts of the case, speculating on her whereabouts and possible motives behind her disappearance. The fact that a young woman from a prominent family could disappear without a trace in broad daylight, in the heart of a bustling city, had the public both riveted and unnerved. The Arnold family's reluctance to involve the police initially, and their insistence that Dorothy had merely gone on an unannounced trip, 
was met with widespread skepticism. This reluctance seemed out of place in the face of their daughter's unexplained absence and only served to fuel public curiosity further. Public sentiment ranged from sympathy for the distraught family to morbid fascination with the details of the case. Some expressed empathy for Dorothy, seeing in her a young woman who may have felt trapped by societal expectations and norms. Others were more judgmental, viewing her disappearance as an act of rebellion against her family and her privileged status. Whichever side people leaned on, it was clear that Dorothy Arnold's disappearance had struck a chord with the public. Her story moved from the gossip-filled parlors of high society to the newspapers and dining tables of average Americans, transforming Dorothy Arnold from a wealthy socialite into a national enigma. The public's reaction to her disappearance highlighted not only the perplexing nature of her case but also society's insatiable fascination with the unexplained and the unknown. The media's role in the Dorothy Arnold case was far from passive. From the moment her disappearance was made public, newspapers and magazines jumped at the chance to cover the fascinating story. With each passing day, Dorothy's vanishing act was transformed into a gripping saga, one that gripped the nation's imagination. Reporters swarmed the Arnold residence, pressing for details about Dorothy and her family. Her every known movement on the day she disappeared was dissected, every sighting analyzed, and every rumor amplified. This intense media scrutiny served to heighten the mystery surrounding the case casting a spotlight on a family that had previously shied away from public attention. Prominent journalists of the time such as Nellie Bly, a pioneering investigative reporter, took up the story. Bly, famous for her expose on the conditions of mental asylums, brought her sharp investigative skills to the case, making it a talking point in her popular column in the New York Evening Journal. Newspaper illustrations and photographs of Dorothy filled the front pages, painting a vivid picture of the missing woman. Her affluent background, her literary ambitions, and the mystery surrounding her disappearance were all elements that made her case irresistibly intriguing to the media. At the same time, the media played a crucial role in perpetuating various theories about Dorothy's fate. Alleged sightings of Dorothy were reported across the country and even overseas, adding to the speculation and mystery. Theories about secret elopements, kidnap plots, and even claims of amnesia filled the newspapers, each more sensational than the last. The media frenzy surrounding Dorothy's disappearance not only reflected society's fascination with the case but also played a key role in shaping public opinion. The press was instrumental in transforming Dorothy from a private individual into a public figure, immortalizing her in the annals of America's greatest unsolved mysteries. Through their relentless coverage, the media ensured that Dorothy Arnold's name and the enigma of her disappearance would not soon be forgotten. While Dorothy Arnold's disappearance was puzzling in itself, the behavior of her family in the wake of her vanishing added a perplexing layer to the story. The Arnold family's actions, or lack thereof, during the early days of Dorothy's disappearance, raised eyebrows and sparked speculation among the public and investigators alike. One of the most puzzling aspects was the delay in reporting her disappearance. Instead of immediately alerting the police when Dorothy failed to return home, the Arnolds waited nearly six weeks before finally making her disappearance public. 
This delay was unexplained and inexplicable, leading many to question why a family would wait so long to report a loved one missing. The family's initial insistence that Dorothy had merely gone on an impromptu trip was also perplexing. They steadfastly maintained this stance, despite the fact that Dorothy had left behind all her belongings, including her passport, and had not been in contact since her disappearance. Even when they finally did report Dorothy's disappearance, the family chose to hire private investigators rather than involving the police. This move, while not entirely unusual for families of their social stature, was seen as an attempt to control the narrative and keep the investigation private. Furthermore, the family's reticence to provide details about Dorothy's personal life, including her romantic entanglements and literary ambitions, hindered the investigation. They even went as far as to burn some of Dorothy's personal papers and letters, further muddying the waters surrounding her disappearance. The family's reaction to alleged sightings of Dorothy was equally strange. While they offered a reward for information leading to her whereabouts, they seemed dismissive of most claims, adding to the air of secrecy and confusion. The Arnold family's behavior did not go unnoticed. It contributed significantly to the mystery surrounding Dorothy's disappearance, making it more enigmatic and perplexing. Their actions, more than a century later, still raise questions and add an air of mystery to an already confounding case. Whether these actions were the result of an attempt to protect their reputation, or a reflection of a deeper, more personal secret, remains an unresolved part of the Dorothy Arnold enigma. Chapter 3 The Theories One of the most prevalent theories regarding Dorothy Arnold's mysterious disappearance revolves around the possibility of her having run away. This theory has captivated the minds of many, both during the initial investigation and in the years since, largely due to the intriguing pieces of the puzzle that seem to support it. Firstly, there's the consideration of Dorothy's evident dissatisfaction with her life. Her unfulfilled dream of becoming a published author and the consistent rejection she faced could have incited a yearning for escape. Her clandestine relationship with George Griscom Jr., deemed unsuitable by her family, added another layer of discontent. One must also consider the secret trip Dorothy took to Boston under a pseudonym shortly before she vanished. While the reasons for this clandestine trip remain unclear, some suggest it could have been a trial run for her planned disappearance or perhaps a secret rendezvous with Griscom. Then, there's the cryptic letter Dorothy sent to a friend shortly before her disappearance, stating, well, it has come, and I am off. Don't think it's not hard to make this break. While the meaning of this letter has been debated, it does suggest a planned departure of some sort. The runaway theory was further reinforced by George Griscom Jr.'s claim that he received a letter from Dorothy postmarked December 12, two days after her disappearance, in which she wrote about being horribly blue. This letter, if genuine, could indicate that she was alive and on her own after she disappeared. But why would a woman of her standing, with no apparent financial or domestic troubles, choose to run away? Some suggest it was the stifling societal norms and expectations that pushed her to seek freedom. Others speculate that it was a secret pregnancy or an elopement plan with Griscom that drove her away. Despite the runaway scenario's plausibility, it has been met with skepticism. 
there were no confirmed sightings of Dorothy after her disappearance, and no solid evidence was ever found to substantiate the theory that she had run away. The fact that she left behind her money, passport, and belongings also cast doubts on this theory. This theory, like so many surrounding Dorothy Arnold's disappearance, adds another twist to an already perplexing mystery, leaving us to ponder the possibilities and motivations of a young woman trapped between societal expectations and personal desires. Another prevailing theory about Dorothy Arnold's disappearance proposes a far darker scenario, that she fell victim to kidnapping or foul play. This conjecture stemmed largely from the baffling circumstances of her vanishing and the lack of any credible sightings of her post-disappearance. One of the more chilling aspects of Dorothy's disappearance is how she seemed to vanish in broad daylight, from a busy Manhattan street. Despite her taking a route that was frequented by shoppers and locals, no one reported seeing anything unusual that day. This led some to speculate that she could have been abducted and taken away without anyone noticing. Various persons of interest came to the forefront over the years, including an unidentified man seen walking with a distressed woman fitting Dorothy's description. However, due to a lack of concrete evidence or leads, these suspicions never evolved into definitive proof. The family's strange behavior following Dorothy's disappearance also led some to suspect foul play. Their reticence to involve the police, their burning of Dorothy's personal papers, and their dismissal of alleged sightings fueled speculation of a cover-up. One of the more scandalous theories of foul play involved Dorothy's love interest, George Griscom Jr. Griscom's continued insistence that Dorothy was alive and that she would reappear when she was ready raised eyebrows. Though he was in Italy with his family at the time of Dorothy's disappearance, some found his nonchalance suspicious. The conjecture of kidnapping or foul play, however, has as many detractors as proponents. Critics argue that a kidnapping in broad daylight from a bustling area of New York would have surely attracted attention. Also, despite extensive searches and investigations, no physical evidence was ever found to indicate that Dorothy had been harmed. Nevertheless, the lack of closure regarding Dorothy's fate has allowed this theory to endure over the years. Like the threads of a darkly woven tapestry, it adds a sinister edge to the already mysterious disappearance of Dorothy Arnold, casting long, ominous shadows over a story that refuses to fade away. A theory that has garnered significant attention over the years posits that Dorothy Arnold's disappearance was tied to a secret affair. This theory centers on George Griscom Jr., a 42-year-old engineer from Pennsylvania whom Dorothy had been secretly seeing against her family's wishes. Dorothy's relationship with Griscom was shrouded in secrecy from the start. The couple would meet in secret, and during one such rendezvous in Boston, Dorothy assumed a false name, perhaps to avoid drawing attention. This secretive nature of their relationship led many to question whether it could have been a catalyst for her disappearance. One particular version of this theory suggests that Dorothy could have been pregnant, and the pair could have staged the disappearance to deal with the situation away from the prying eyes of society and their families. However, the evidence supporting this theory is purely speculative and circumstantial. Griscom himself fanned the flames of these rumors with his conduct after Dorothy's disappearance. 
Despite being in Italy at the time of her disappearance, he did not return home until weeks later. Upon his return, he refused to cooperate with the investigators, insisting that Dorothy was still alive and would reappear when she was ready. Further adding to the speculation was a series of letters that Griscom claimed to have received from Dorothy postmarked after her disappearance. He said that the letters spoke of her being blue, which some took as an indication of her possibly being in a distressed state. However, the affair theory is fraught with inconsistencies. If Dorothy and Griscom had planned to run away together, why did he remain in Italy, and why was there no confirmed sighting of Dorothy after her disappearance? And why did Dorothy leave behind her money, passport, and belongings if she was planning to escape? Like the other theories, the secret affair theory presents more questions than answers. It paints a portrait of a love affair steeped in mystery, further complicating the enigma that is the disappearance of Dorothy Arnold. This theory, with its blend of romance and mystery, continues to captivate those who delve into the puzzling case of Dorothy Arnold. Chapter 4 Investigations and Efforts to Unearth the Truth The initial search for Dorothy Arnold, delayed as it was due to the family's hesitation to make her disappearance public, was an exercise in methodical investigation and mounting frustration. The Arnold family, determined to find their missing daughter, turned first to private investigators before involving the police. The first step was to engage the services of the famous Pinkerton Detective Agency known for solving some of the most high-profile cases of the era. The Pinkertons discreetly began their investigations, seeking to uncover any trace of Dorothy without causing a public spectacle. They retraced Dorothy's steps on the day she disappeared, speaking to shopkeepers, street vendors, and anyone who might have seen her. They searched her room for clues, sifted through her correspondence, and investigated her friends and acquaintances. However, their efforts turned up no substantial leads. Dorothy Arnold seemed to have vanished without a trace. Meanwhile, the Arnold family, hoping that Dorothy had merely taken an impromptu trip, sent inquiries to friends and acquaintances throughout the United States and Europe, seeking information about her whereabouts. However, these inquiries yielded no positive results. Dorothy was nowhere to be found. As weeks turned into a month with no sign of Dorothy, the Arnolds finally decided to bring the police into the fold. Despite their initial reluctance, they realized the gravity of the situation demanded a more comprehensive investigation. The police, like the Pinkertons before them, retraced Dorothy's steps on the day of her disappearance and interviewed potential witnesses. They expanded their search to hospitals, morgues, and asylums, considering every possible scenario. Yet, their efforts, too, proved fruitless. The lack of results from the initial search did nothing but intensify the mystery surrounding Dorothy's disappearance. Her seeming ability to vanish from one of the busiest cities in the world in broad daylight without leaving any trace was baffling, and it set the stage for one of the most enduring mysteries in American history. This initial search marked the beginning of a saga that continues to fascinate, puzzle, and confound, even more than a century later. When the New York Police Department officially entered the fray, nearly six weeks had passed since Dorothy Arnold's puzzling disappearance. 
the delayed involvement of the police was due to the Arnold family's initial hesitation to turn to them, but once involved, the police left no stone unturned in their efforts to unravel the mystery. The police, like the Pinkertons, began by retracing Dorothy's steps on the day of her disappearance. However, by this time, much of the evidence had been tainted or lost, the trails had gone cold, and witnesses' memories had faded, making the task much more challenging. The officers dove into the labyrinthine city, sweeping through every hospital, morgue, and asylum in New York, in the hopes that they might find some trace of Dorothy. They even investigated the city's underground tunnels and checked incoming ships at the city's bustling docks, but Dorothy remained elusive. The police also tried to glean clues from Dorothy's life. They delved into her personal life, scrutinizing her relationship with George Griscom Jr. They questioned her friends and acquaintances, hoping to shed light on her state of mind before the disappearance. However, the secretive nature of Dorothy's relationship with Griscom and the lack of concrete leads left them perplexed. The police also had to contend with the media's ever-growing interest in the case. As the story of Dorothy's disappearance became a sensation, a deluge of alleged sightings and false leads poured in from all corners of the city and even beyond, each more fanciful than the last. While these leads kept the public engaged, they did little to bring the police closer to finding Dorothy. The investigation stretched on for months, then years, but the breakthrough that the police desperately sought never came. Despite their extensive efforts and resources, the involvement of the police did not yield any substantial clues or leads to Dorothy's whereabouts. The inability of the police to crack the case only added to the public's fascination with Dorothy's disappearance. It became a symbol of the limitations of law enforcement, a haunting reminder of the unsolvable mysteries that lurk beneath the surface of even the most orderly societies. This chapter in the Dorothy Arnold saga underscores the frustrating reality of cold cases and the eternal hope for a resolution that might never come. As the mystery of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance continued to baffle authorities and the public alike in the United States, the search eventually spilled over international borders. Her disappearance had generated widespread interest, and as rumors of her being sighted in various parts of the world started to surface, the Arnold family was prompted to extend their search on a global scale. The family, still holding on to the hope that Dorothy might have run away or eloped with her lover George Griscom Jr., focused their international efforts on Europe, where Griscom was at the time of Dorothy's disappearance. They sent agents to Italy to question Griscom, who maintained his innocence and insisted that he was as clueless about Dorothy's whereabouts as they were. Meanwhile, the public's fascination with Dorothy's case had turned it into an international sensation. Newspapers worldwide covered the story, and reports of alleged sightings of Dorothy started to pour in from far-flung corners of the globe. These ranged from sightings in Paris and London to even more unlikely locations like Hong Kong and Rio de Janeiro. Each alleged sighting sparked a flurry of excitement and brought a glimmer of hope, but upon investigation, most turned out to be cases of mistaken identity or outright hoaxes. This, however, did not deter the family and investigators, who followed up on every lead, however faint or improbable. The international search for Dorothy Arnold was a testament to the reach of her story, 
but it also underscored the frustrating lack of tangible progress in her case. Despite the vast resources expended and the intense public interest, Dorothy remained as elusive as ever. This worldwide search also added a new layer to the Arnold mystery, turning it from a local disappearance case into an international enigma. The global manhunt contributed to the enduring fascination with the case, embedding it in public consciousness across borders, and cementing Dorothy Arnold's place in the annals of unsolved mysteries. Chapter 5 The Unraveling of Clues In the wake of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance, a wave of letters and unverified sightings began to flood in, each more intriguing than the last. These missives and alleged encounters fueled the public's fascination and added to the growing mythology around the case, but they also presented a labyrinth of false leads that further confounded investigators. One such intriguing development was a series of letters that George Griscom Jr. claimed to have received from Dorothy. These letters, he asserted, were sent after her disappearance and spoke of her feeling blue, hinting at a possible emotional turmoil. However, the letters were never presented publicly, and their existence could not be verified independently, casting doubt on their authenticity. Unverified sightings of Dorothy also started to crop up not just in New York, but across the country and even internationally. Reports of encounters with a woman resembling Dorothy poured in from locations as diverse as Florida, California, and even France. Each sighting ignited hope and spurred investigations, but none could be conclusively proven to be Dorothy. One of the most sensational reported sightings came from a doctor in a small town in Massachusetts who claimed to have treated a woman matching Dorothy's description. According to his account, the woman was accompanied by a man who behaved suspiciously and refused to let the doctor be alone with her. Despite the compelling nature of this account, the police were unable to substantiate the claim. These letters and unverified sightings, while they added to the public intrigue, also created a challenging maze for the investigators to navigate. Each new lead had to be pursued, no matter how unlikely, adding to the mounting frustration and the growing sense of despair over the seemingly unsolvable case. The flurry of letters and unverified sightings serve as a testament to the widespread fascination with Dorothy's case. They not only amplified the mystery surrounding her disappearance but also illuminated the public's collective desire for resolution, a closure that remains elusive even more than a century later. Among the many intriguing developments in Dorothy Arnold's case, the discovery of a pseudonym stood out as a promising lead that further deepened the enigma. During the exhaustive investigations, the police learned that Dorothy had been using the pen name Toby while attempting to publish her stories. This was an interesting revelation, as it provided a potential clue into her mindset and possibly her intentions before her disappearance. Investigators delved into the world of publishing and literature, trying to trace any works published under this pseudonym. They hoped that the works might contain clues or hidden messages that could shed light on Dorothy's whereabouts or her state of mind. Despite their efforts, they could find no stories published under this alias. However, this discovery fueled several theories. Some speculated that Dorothy, disheartened by the constant rejections from publishers, had decided to start a new life elsewhere under her pseudonym. 
Others theorize that she might have been involved with someone from the publishing industry who knew about her pseudonym and had a role in her disappearance. The pseudonym also opened a new avenue in the international search for Dorothy. The investigators sent out inquiries to publishers and literary agents across the world, hoping that the name Toby might turn up in their records. But this, like many other leads in the case, led to a dead end. The discovery of Dorothy's pseudonym, while it brought a fleeting moment of hope, ultimately added another layer to the mystery. It symbolizes the many dead ends and frustrations that characterize the investigation into her disappearance. Yet, it remains a tantalizing piece of the puzzle, a clue that hints at a story within a story, adding to the enduring allure of the Dorothy Arnold mystery. In the multitude of leads and mysteries that Dorothy Arnold's disappearance case presented, one element stood out like a tantalizing enigma an unsolved cryptogram. Discovered among her belongings, this cryptogram, or coded message, was an unanticipated twist that further complicated the mystery surrounding her fate. The cryptogram was a seemingly random sequence of letters and numbers, arranged in a way that suggested a hidden meaning. Cryptograms have long been used to conceal information, and the investigators were excited at the prospect of unearthing a significant clue. Cryptanalysts, people who decipher codes, were engaged in an attempt to crack the puzzle that Dorothy left behind. The cryptogram represented a glimmer of hope, a chance to break through the wall of uncertainty surrounding her disappearance. Despite the best efforts of experts, the code remained unbroken. This added an air of impenetrability to Dorothy's case. Was the cryptogram a last message left behind by Dorothy? Did it hold the secret to her fate? Or was it just an innocuous hobby, devoid of any connection to her disappearance? These questions remained unanswered. The unsolved cryptogram is a poignant symbol of the complexity and unresolved nature of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance. It encapsulates the sense of mystery and intrigue that has surrounded her case for over a century. Whether it holds the answer to her fate, or whether it's a red herring in this already convoluted tale, the cryptogram remains an enduring part of the legacy of this baffling case. Chapter 6 Recent Developments and Conclusion The search for Dorothy Arnold was not simply a fleeting news event, it was an unending quest that spanned decades, continents, and countless theories. Despite the passage of time and the lack of concrete leads, the search for Dorothy never truly ceased, its flame kept alive by the undying hope of uncovering the truth. For years after her disappearance, the Arnold family continued their search, never officially declaring Dorothy dead and holding steadfast to the belief that she was still alive somewhere. Her brother John hired private detectives and spared no expense in his dogged pursuit of the truth, even traveling to Europe to investigate sightings and rumors. Over time, the official investigation may have faded, but the public's interest in Dorothy's fate never waned. Amateur sleuths and curious minds around the world picked up where the authorities left off, analyzing the existing evidence, proposing new theories, and even conducting their own searches. Even in the realm of popular culture, Dorothy's case endured. Books were written, documentaries were made, and internet forums buzzed with discussions about her disappearance. Each new generation discovered the intriguing mystery anew, drawn in by the puzzle that remained unsolved. 
The unending search for Dorothy Arnold is a testament to our collective desire for resolution and understanding. It is a quest driven by the human need to make sense of the inexplicable, to find answers to questions that have haunted us for over a century. The search for Dorothy continues, as elusive and captivating as the woman at the heart of the mystery. As the case of Dorothy Arnold moved from contemporary mystery into historical enigma, modern theories and speculations emerged, adding fresh perspectives to this unsolved puzzle. Equipped with advances in forensic science, psychological profiling, and investigative techniques, enthusiasts and experts alike have revisited the century-old case, proposing a range of new hypotheses. One modern theory suggests that Dorothy might have been a victim of an unreported crime, a possibility backed by statistical data of unsolved crimes in the early 20th century. Supporters of this theory argue that given the lack of effective police techniques and the relatively primitive state of forensic science at the time, it would not be unusual for a crime to go unnoticed and unreported. Another popular speculation revolves around the idea that Dorothy may have taken her own life. Proponents of this theory point to her failed writing career and the mysterious letters purportedly sent to George Griscom Jr., indicating she was feeling blue. This theory, however, is tempered by the fact that no physical evidence, such as a body or suicide note, was ever found. Then there's the theory born from the world of modern psychology, suggesting that Dorothy could have suffered from a mental illness that led to her disappearance. The cryptogram, her pseudonym Toby, and her alleged wish for independence all form parts of this complex hypothesis. Finally, there are those who believe that Dorothy may have assumed a new identity and lived a quiet, unnoticed life away from her former world. Modern data analytics has made it possible to trace patterns and identities, leading some enthusiasts to propose possible matches, though none has been verified. While these modern theories and speculations have added new dimensions to the mystery, they have not brought us any closer to solving it. Dorothy Arnold's disappearance remains an enigma, a captivating riddle that continues to challenge, tantalize, and fascinate us more than a century later. As the story of Dorothy Arnold moves into its final chapter, we arrive at the sobering reality, the mystery is yet unresolved. More than a century after her disappearance, Dorothy's fate remains as enigmatic and elusive as ever. Dorothy's tale transcends time, drawing in each new generation with its beguiling mix of intrigue, conjecture, and the indefatigable human spirit. Her story, one of a woman seeking independence and purpose, has found resonance with audiences worldwide, adding a personal dimension to an already captivating mystery. The absence of conclusive evidence, coupled with the multitude of theories, has turned Dorothy's disappearance into a kaleidoscope of possibilities. Each time the case is revisited, the narrative takes on a new shape, fueled by new perspectives and understandings. Dorothy's story, with its intricately woven strands of uncertainty and conjecture, has transformed into an enduring piece of cultural mythology. Even as the years continue to pass, the name Dorothy Arnold is remembered. Her story is retold, her fate is debated, and her memory is kept alive by the unanswered question that hangs over her tale, what happened to Dorothy Arnold? This enduring question is the legacy of Dorothy Arnold's mysterious disappearance.
It serves as a poignant reminder that not every mystery can be solved, that some narratives remain unfinished. In this way, Dorothy Arnold's disappearance is more than a historical event, it's a symbol of the human penchant for mystery, our enduring quest for answers, and our profound capacity for hope, even in the face of the unknown. The story of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance, unresolved and enigmatic, continues to captivate, challenge, and inspire more than a century after she vanished into the pages of history. It remains a timeless enigma, an unsolved mystery that continues to capture the imagination of the world.